following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flyin' Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Flyin' Ace Small Batch American-Made Whiskies. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyinAceSpirits.com. It is a Flyin' Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on a Flying Ace Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, David Gregory. He's an NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's based in West Michigan, one of our sports legal insiders, lawyer by day. He'll join us from the Combine down in Indy. We'll also hear from Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. He's been down there all week. What has he seen and what does he expect from the weekend? Lions have the full brass down there. Front office, coaching staff. They got draft of the year for last year's draft class. Awarded from people who voted the combine. No surprise there. If you missed my conversation, I know we had a network connection issue for about 15, 20 minutes earlier. Most of you missed my conversation with Ant Wright, former Michigan player. It's Ant Wright, or it's Ant Wright on Twitter about Juwan Howard and should he be removed by Ward Manuel? Will he get another year? Interesting conversation. We'll have that at the end of the hour. And the Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. If Juwan Howard steps down at the end of the season or is removed, Who is the right fit? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the VAI Purple Community listener line. Don't forget about the annual Purple Game to benefit cancer and Parkinson's research. At Van Andel Institute on the Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids, that annual Purple Jersey Game happens March 15th. With the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Info at VAI.org. Just search Purple Community. Superfly, I think David Cool, my good friend, the athletic director at Grand Rapids South Christian. He hasn't got back to me. I made a few demands to go to the, I think it will be a sold-out district final tonight in Hudsonville, Hudsonville Unity Christian, and Grand Rapids South Christian. I'm getting a lot of feedback from people, including Superfly, saying I think your demands were a little bit over the top, where I said, oh, you leave my name at the door, which, you know, and if you have a spot courtside at one of the tables, 
And then I asked for 50 bucks in concessions. Superfly, who isn't extremely honest with me at times, says, did you really ask for 50 bucks? I said, yeah. I'm going to be rushing. I'll be hungry. I need to go do it. So I've texted and called David Cool, who's a great athletic director at Grand Rapids South Christian. He was going to call the Unity Christian Athletic Director because I don't know him. I have not heard back. The game tips off in less than two hours. I think that, I think that's a message. But I'm going to show up anyways because I like to make a scene. <laughs> Where's my $50 voucher for concessions? Oh, a buck a bag for popcorn? Give me 50 bags. Uh, good luck to everybody enjoying the boys' district action all across the state tomorrow. I also want to give a shout-out to the Grand Rapids Forest Hills Northern Eastern Hockey Team D1 quarterfinal tomorrow at 2 o'clock in Big Rapids. They will take on Muskegon Rees Puffer. Listeners from 96-1, fans of both schools. If they win, either school, you will get a winner. And we'll move on to the semifinals next week against the winner of Howell Clarkston. On the bottom side of the bracket, Romeo and Detroit Catholic Central and Brighton and Livonia Stevenson, MHSAA hockey tournament uh, bracket down to the quarterfinals. Uh, individual wrestling, boys and girls, happening uh, this weekend, going on right now at Ford Field uh, in downtown Detroit. Go check it out if you love wrestling. Uh, the D2 quarterfinals are Midland and Saginaw Heritage. That quarterfinal also tomorrow for our listeners on 100.9 FM, The Met, Byron Center, and Ann Arbor Father Gabriel. Those winners will meet in the semis uh, next week uh, down in Canton, Plymouth Canton area. White Lake, Lakeland, and Port Huron Northern, UAD Jesuit, and Trenton on the other side. That's in D2 hockey with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Remember, you can follow all the brackets, all the playoffs, all sports as the winner Championships will wind down. MHSAA.com. Oh, in the Forest Hills Northern Eastern matchup versus Muskegon Reese Puffer tomorrow at 2. We'll be on MHSAA.tv. Buck Gino will call the action from Big Rapids. MHSAA.tv. Now, they have three divisions in hockey. Division three quarterfinals tomorrow. Houghton and Sault Ste. Marie. Give a shout out to our listeners on WMPL, AM 920, and also 107.3, Houghton Hancock Calumet, Traverse City, St. Francis, and Alpena in a D3 quarter. And on the bottom side of the bracket, East Grand Rapids, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, and Bloomfield Hills, Cranbrook, and Riverview, Gabriel. Ricard or Richard, whatever it is. Don't quote me, hold me to that, okay? There you go. Michigan High School Athletic Association Hockey Tournaments, D1, D2, D3. Buck Gino, put it all together. 
So the fans of Muskegon, Reese, Puffer, and Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Northern and Eastern, can see that 2 p.m. tomorrow, MHSAA.TV. And I think most of the quarterfinal action through the championships will be there at MHSAA.TV. Let's go down to the Combine in Indianapolis. David Gregory, NFLPA certified agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's based out of West Michigan, lawyer. By day, he joins us. How you doing, David? Great. How you doing, Huge? Good. Uh, well, what's been the biggest thing that stood out to you at the Combine, either workouts or uh, just social interaction that you've experienced so far this week? Well, a lot of both, but uh, I think that the defensive line group, the edge and interior defensive line group that worked out yesterday just ran extremely fast. In fact, they had two edge rushers who did sub four five forties that is faster than many of the defensive backs who are working out today uh this chop robinson from penn state and i think perhaps dale turner from alabama were both sub four five that's just amazing yeah i was watching some of that last night now i love how the nfl network will have the replays i'll watch it tonight when i get home from watching some high school hoops but uh, the athletes, the speed, the size and speed of these big dudes, it's like unprecedented. Yeah, it's just yeah, these guys are getting bigger, faster, stronger. It is kind of a cliche, but uh, again, I still, you know, defensive backs are much taller and longer than they were, you know, just uh, several years ago. And the edge rushers are getting as fast as the defensive backs. It's just amazing. David Gregory is an NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports based in West Michigan, joining us from uh, the Combine. Yeah, in the interview process, I think, you know, you're watching like J.J. McCarthy just smooth. I'm telling you, things like that will resonate uh, with teams, how you handle yourself, not only in the personal interviews, but how you handle yourself in front of the media in Indy. Yeah, I mean, look, the quarterback is the face of your franchise. Uh, you know, you're going to turn over a lot of money uh, and a lot of, I guess, marketing and brand appeal over to that quarterback position. And you want somebody that can be, I guess, presidential uh, and, and can present well or CEO-like on the podium, much like Dak Prescott is. So I think J.J. is really doing himself, uh, you know, a great service down here this week at the podium and the private interviews. And then he's got an opportunity to really solidify his position as quarterback four, maybe quarterback three, uh, because he's going to throw reportedly tomorrow during workouts, whereas the current top three quarterbacks are not going to throw. And what's interesting, he's not going to do, I think, the vertical and the 40 because he has a tweaked hamstring. So I I do even wonder about the throwing. I guess that will be uh, based on how he feels. Uh, so with Bull Rush Sports, you, you don't have guys who are lined up ready to go in the first round. You're building your business. You got Jake Witt out of the UP in Northern Michigan drafted last year. He's still with the Indy Colts. Uh, what's the combine week been like for you, David? I assume just a ton of networking. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of what I do down here is to try to connect with scouts from the various teams about my players. And, you know, giving them feedback on how they're doing in their pro day training, uh, talking about their upcoming pro day, what their numbers might look like. And that's a big part of it. Uh, But I do call this the 
national football convention uh, because, quite frankly, anybody and who is anybody in football or anybody who wants to be somebody in the world of pro football is here this week. Agents, trainers, scouts, team executives, data people, marketing people, players, parents, fans. It's really uh, – there's vendors here throughout the uh, convention center with uh, you know, all kinds of training devices, recovery devices, uh, technology. A lot of data people are here. I met with some data people earlier today. It's, again, it's the National Football Convention. And it, it, whether you work in football or you're just a fan of football, it's really a great experience to come down here and see what it's all about. So uh, the biggest celebrity, now that you've seen, but maybe bumped into, sat next to, close proximity, or even talked to this week so far at the Combine in Indy? I talked a little bit to Sean Payton, uh, head coach of the Denver Broncos. He was at the uh, Starbucks and the JW Marriott. I don't want to do too much, uh, I guess, brand name dropping, but if you do ever come to the Combine and you want to see everybody you see on television – uh, on an NFL broadcast, uh, whether on the sidelines or in the broadcast booth, you go to the Starbucks on the second level of the JW Marriott. It's connected to other hotels. It's connected by skyways to the convention center. And then you can get down to Lucas Oil. But everybody in football congregates at the watering hole that is the Starbucks in the JW Marriott. We, we just sat there today and we saw, you know, an agent whose name I won't say, but who most people would recognize and and various coaches and, and uh, a lot of media figures, Dan Graziano, uh, and people like that. Did you run into Clayton Safey and Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com? They're covering the Michigan guys down at the Combine. Well, I don't know. There, there are so many Michigan guys. They're probably uh, extremely busy, but I, I have been in text contact with Clayton, and I hope to, I hope to see him tonight sometime. But, uh, yeah, those guys, well, you got 18 Michigan guys here, so that's uh, – that's a lot of content for for the uh, for the Wolverine. All right, before I let you go, for you, I mentioned uh, you're a little over a year in as an NFL PA certified agent. You got Jake with the big tight end out of the UP, Northern Michigan, drafted by the Colts last year. You've increased uh, your roster dramatically uh, for you when you're building a client base, when you're building these relationships. What has this combine been like compared to a year ago for David Gregory and Bull Rush Sports? Well, a year ago, I was a brand new agent. It was my first draft cycle. I still didn't know very many people, and I certainly had accomplished nothing at that point. Uh, and well, but now uh, this year, is, I do know more people. I've had contact with a lot more scouts over the course of the last year, and I am an agent who has had a player drafted which gives me a little bit of credibility and even, even some recognition within, you know, specialized draft media. Uh, again, I think it's really just the credibility that, Hey, you're not just another agent down here trying to network and make a name for himself. Uh, you know, you've got the credibility of having had somebody drafted and, uh, that's, that's a nice, I guess, notch to have on your belt, but uh, you can't, uh, you can't stand on that because you know, the NFL moves pretty fast. David Gregory, Bull Rush Sports. He's an NFL PA certified sports agent, lawyer by day. Follow Bull Rush Sports on Twitter and also Instagram. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, my man. We'll talk soon. Thanks a lot, Huge. All right, David Gregory. Yeah, David Gregory checking in from Indy on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line.
Tim Twentyman from DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider when it comes to Lions and the NFL. He's been down at the NFL Combine all week long, and we'll get his thoughts on players that look like future Lions. He'll join us next from Indiana. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Browns, Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000, and you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and the Huge Show. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live all across Michigan. Tim 20 man, DetroitLions.com, Columnist Insider. Join us in a moment. Tigers this afternoon. Spring training baseball, 4-2 winners over the Pirates, four and th- or Phillies, 4-3 and three on the spring. Maeda looked good. A couple of innings. So do Entz. It's good stuff. Meadows homered. Can't wait for opening day here at the end of the month. 
go talk about the Lions or connection to the NFL Combine this weekend in Indy. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. Columnist Insider, he joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, Timmy? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, from your experience this week at the Combine, who do you think are some realistic targets for the Lions? Um, well, you know, they're in an interesting spot at 29. You know, they've got four picks in the top 100. So, you know, if they can stay at 29, and, and I think more than individual names, I think maybe positions that make sense. You know, for me, if they stay at 29, um, but we've seen, you know, Brad move around, they've got ammunition to go up and get somebody if they want. They can go back and get more assets. But, you know, I think when you talk about value at the end of the draft, I think, you know, maybe an interior, one of those interior linemen, uh, like uh, Seattle, um, Duke, uh, there's a bunch of guys right there where um, I think you can bolster the interior offensive line and instead of getting the fourth or fifth best, um, you know, pass rusher, cornerback at that spot, you know, you can maybe get the top one or two interior guys. And, and that's a position I think, you know, Brad still wants to, to continue to, to, to bolster, even if they do sign back Graham, Graham Glasgow and Jonah Jackson. I think they need to continue to build the interior of that offensive line. I think that's a spot maybe right there at, at the end of the first round where you can get real value. Do you intend any new deals, uh, re-ups? Uh, Goff, St. Brown will be at the top of the list. Sewell so maybe mixed in there uh, before free agency officially starts? Um, yeah, I think they'll have a great idea. I would expect um, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Goff, and Sewell, I think, um, you know, to get done. And I'd even throw a Lee McNeil in there, too. Um, he's heading into his the last year of his deal. Um, and so I could really see all all, uh, all four of those guys getting deals done here in the next uh, few weeks. So what, what do you think is more important to the Lions? I would say it's probably free agency over the combine. You mentioned four picks in the top 100. What do you think in terms of helping the team this fall uh, carries more weight, uh, the draft or free agency? Yeah, free agency. And I think with that, it, it's really signing their own. Um, you know, we, we talked to Brad and Dan this week, and, um, you know, they talked about the value of drafting um, guys, developing guys, and then signing your own. Um, instead of, you know, you know going out and, and spending a lot of money in free agency, they see the value of signing their own guys, um, guys that they already know, guys that they know fit the culture. Um, you, know, you, you, know, you, you know what you have in a free agent from tape. You know, anybody can see a guy get off the ball or um, see some of that stuff, but you really don't know what you're getting in terms of a, a fit in the locker room, what kind of guy that is. That's still a mystery, even in free agency, even with veteran guys. Um, so, look, they value their own. And so, you know, I think the, the biggest thing is going to be signing those guys that we just talked about and then maybe filling in some gaps um, after that in free agency, but it's still going to be about signing your own and then drafting guys. That's that's the biggest uh, uh, importance for, for both Brad and Dan this offseason. You think golf's going to give them the hometown discount? When I say discount, you know, 40 to 45 million would be somewhat below market value, or is he going to go for the max he can get? I think where you have to start is you look at the Daniel Jones deal, right? I think that's what every quarterback free agent looks at. I think it was, what, four years in the 160. And they say, oh, here we go. Uh, my guy's better than this. So this is where, you know, 40 million is the starting point. And I think it probably ends somewhere around 45. Um, I don't think, you know, Jared's looking to, to break the bank to be the most expensive guy. I think, you know, he wants to win. 
um, this is a place where he knows he can do that. There's a comfort zone here. He's talked about how much he loves it. Um, I don't think $45 million a year is really a, a huge discount, but I, but I think it'll, it'll end up somewhere around that area and it'll be interesting to see how they structure it and how they, um, you know, um, have to free up some, some, some space with, with some of these long-term deals that they get. Uh, done in the next uh, couple weeks. They're not that far away. You know, 24-7 lead at halftime in the NFC Championship game on the road. This is not a off-season of must-needs on filling major holes, but it really is. If you can find the the cornerback, the edge rusher, D-line depth, O-line depth, uh, this team can exceed what they did last year. Yeah, you know, the They've got a couple holes, but, you know, they return the core of their team. And then you have to be excited when you think about the improvements of some of the young guys. You know, I think Jameson Williams came on strong, um, and, you know, the second half of last year. And then they've got huge expectations for him. I think he's got big expectations for himself. And then, you know, just how much better is Gibbs going to be? How much better is Laporta going to be? You know, Branch is just going to hit the ground running. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. I think they're going to fill some holes. In, in free agency, I wouldn't expect a huge splash in free agency. I think most of that's going to be dedicated to, to signing guys, the guys back that we talked about. But then they've got four picks in the top 100. We've seen what, what Brad's been able to do. So, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. You know, I think the, the, your core is really young. Your core is going to be back, and then you're going to fill in some pieces. And I'd expect them to be a better football team uh, to start the season than they were when they finished it. And like you said, they were only 30 uh, minutes away from the big one last year. Yeah, I hope you just stay healthy things that you can't control. Uh, Tim 20 man, DetroitLions.com. You can check out everything Lions in season, out of season, at DetroitLions.com. Timmy, appreciate the update and your opinions. Uh, hard to believe we're into March, so that means we're about eight weeks or less than eight weeks away from the draft in Detroit. This offseason is moving pretty quick. Yeah, it should be fun. All right, Tim 20 men checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. To have a reminder from Johnny Brand Sr. and all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, they have two happy hours every day of the week, seven times each week you'll double dip on happy hours 14 total happy hours at all brand steakhouse and grills 3 to 6 p.m 9 p.m until close happy hour pricing on drinks and appetizers at all brands locations seven days a week two times a day three until 6 p.m and 9 p.m until close you'll find the brands in bay city Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids. Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade, and Liz and Sean Stegeheis have the Brands in Wyoming at 44th and Division. Two happy hours every day of the week at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m., and 9 p.m. until close. And if you're on the go, you want to order some wings on the fly or pick up dinner, lunch for you and the co-workers, for the brands close to you where you can order up online, go to brands.com. That is brands.com. Now, when we had the computer outage, Russian interference, the Ant Wright interview on the future of Juwan Howard, most of you did not hear that. We'll have that coming up momentarily.
Also, if you miss any interview, Huge Opinion Hour, full show, our podcast are free. All of them. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Ant Wright, he knows hoops. It's Ant Wright, one of the great Twitter feeds out there on X. People say, you're not saying X enough. You know what I'm calling it, Twitter. It's still a tweet. Until they call it, hey, did you X somebody? No, I'm calling it Twitter. Uh, Ant is standing by. How you doing, my man? Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on again, man. Yeah, always good to uh, hear you, follow you on Twitter. So this Howard story, uh, forget the rest of the regular season games or even the Big Ten tournament. How's it going to play out when the season is over? Do you think he's done at Michigan? Um, I hate speculating on jobs, honestly. Um, 
But uh, in my opinion, if he does go, it's going to be from his own just wanting to bow out. What I do believe happens is um, the if he does come back or doesn't come, if he does come back, um, the assistant coaches will not stay the same. Uh, I believe that you know he would make a change there somewhere, or whether someone retires. Um, I don't see that happening again because the staff has not changed since day one. Um, I don't see the staff remaining. This staff will not remain intact. I could probably have I have like ninety eight percent feel that um that that this staff will not remain intact um when when it comes to Jawan I don't know I don't think Ward would let him go and I think if he goes it's going to be from his own volition all right so whether it's his own volition or there is a surprise and I agree with you that they let him go when you look at it um who would be on that short list? If Juwan announced at the end of the season he was done, who would be on that short list? Have you seen my uh, YouTube on this yet? No, I haven't. Oh, oh, you haven't? I'll link this to you afterwards. But uh, my short list, I have, I have three. And, you know, just a very short thing for each. Um, number three would be Nate Oates. His biggest thing would be probably a buyout. And right now he's one of one of the top paid coaches in the entire country for basketball. Do you see Michigan poning up that type of money? I'm not sure. Um, he's he coached in Romulus. He's from the Midwest. Um, he's done well in Alabama. I know he had the the thing down there with Brandon Miller. People don't like the way that that happened, but I mean, if you if you want someone who who would like learn from their experiences, Nados would be would be a great hire in my opinion. I think he, he he can also coach in the Big Ten. I think he would make the right adjustments. Um, number two, maybe probably like a one A for me. One B uh, would be TJ Otzelberger. What he's doing at Iowa State's been amazing. I've been a fan of his for about two years. Um, uh, the way that he's able to win. Uh, no matter what the resources are, no matter who's on the roster, he's claiming those guys. You see coaches land into these new into these new uh, positions, and they try to claim that the roster's someone else's. Like, no, that's your roster, and you know he's done a really good job at that. He took um, Isaiah Brockington and Gabe Kalsher. If you guys don't know who those are, that's a guard from Penn State and a guard from Minnesota and was able to whip up a team to get to a Sweet 16 and do well in the Big 12. So if someone can do that in a very good basketball conference, I think he would do and, and do a, a tremendous job at a much bigger brand uh, with more resources at Michigan. Um, everybody knows like what my other one is. If you've watched my video, um, that'll be to bring back Beeline. And I think from a standpoint of just a short term, like one, two, three years tops, it's very, it's a new world in terms of portal and NIL, but I think it's more important if you can identify talent within the portal. Uh, not everybody wants these high, big paychecks, right? There's 2,000 kids in the portal every single year. I don't know. I don't think 
anyone can name five better coaches at identifying talents. I think coaches go by, hey, who's good? They go by their EYBL connections or their Adidas connections or Under Armour connections, and they go by what 24-7 sports and all these ranking sites say and kind of go by that. But Beeline is a true film watcher, and he – like he doesn't offer kids until they come on the campus. So getting someone to fall in love with the school before the team is very important. He wants guys on the team who, if you were not playing basketball, could you see yourself doing well here? And those are the type of guys that he will bring in. And being able to have access to a portal um, where he knows the guys that he, he can get, whether they're grad transfers or whether they are just – you know, just past their first year because there's those guys who are juniors who you really can't get due to how admissions works. Uh, he would know how to navigate that. He would know that certain guys can come, they can't come. He did a great job in the portal before when it wasn't a circus. He would do a much better job now in a very short stint. But the whole point would be to get Patrick Beeline back into the collegiate coaching ranks. Uh, right now he's he's uh, coaching at a high school in um, in uh, New York, I believe. Getting him back on a college staff, um, you know, he deserves to coach in college. He's a he's a college coach through and through and through, um, and then have a staff in place so when he leaves, I'm not saying put Patrick Beeline in the head coaching position, but you're going to keep all that culture. You're going to keep some continuity. So when JB actually decides to hang it up, he's going to have um, the staff intact, the culture is back, um, and and it'll be on an upward tra- trajectory again. So um, I think it says a lot that in Beeline's last season in, in 2019, he he had he I think won 30. He had like 30 wins, right? And we all felt that that was a down year. Right. And it's gotten to the point where it's, you know, the culture's lost, the buzz about Michigan is lost, and that took about that took about five years to to do. Um, but in the year but in the era of the portal, uh, you're able to get back a little little bit faster, even though Michigan does have its walls and does have its does have its um uh does have its, you know, barbed wire around everything where not everybody gets in. I get that, but um you you need a staff who can really identify talent. And if if he wants to kind of have like a like an ending legacy to his coaching career and not let that be what happened at in Detroit. No, not in, not in Detroit with the Cavs and then going to Detroit, that's not really how, you know, that's that's not how a legendary coach should, you know, uh, leave the game. And um, you still see him in the Big Ten Network, and it's one of those things where I, you know, I, I think he still loves the league. He still loves Michigan, in my opinion. And um, uh, I would not be, I would not be upset. And I think fans would be all should be all on board if it's if it's any of those three guys. Um, there are a couple more out there that. I really, really like, and I wouldn't mind, but if you were to ask me my three, I'm not saying that this is coming from the Board of Trustees, the Regents, the, it's not coming from anybody. This is just from me and what I've been observing over the last couple of years. And right from it's at right on Twitter talking about uh, 
the state of Juwan Howard as Michigan's head coach. You know, when I hear you talk about Beeline, I totally agree with you. John would never comment on it or say anything until the job was open, if it does open. But what you went through in explaining what's going on and what they've lost, that's why I really believe Manuel can't give him another year, even with new assistants and a new strength and conditioning coach. You, you can't do it. You're just going to set yourself back even more. Beeline would be interesting with Patrick that he could come back and take two, three years, rebuild the program, and he gives his son a chance uh, to get back uh, coaching at the D1 level. I, I really like that idea. Final thought I want to ask you. what? Yeah. And you're a, basket, a former player. Where did things go wrong for Juwan Howard to the point that it's tough to dig out of? Um... Honestly, um, after honestly after they they brought in that six man they brought in that six man recruiting class, I thought that was the worst thing that you could do. Um, especially nowadays when teams are getting older, you just brought in you know, half your class is going to be true flesh true freshman and one of those freshmen was 17 when he first stepped on campus so like we're talking about and only one of those guys are left on the team and then you had to fill them with like transfers and other younger players and it's it's just been an absolute it's been an it's been an absolute mess um you can't have big classes anymore you can't Unless you're getting like, I'm talking like franchise NBA players <laughs> in those recruiting classes, you cannot have big recruiting classes anymore, or you're going to go through a lot of growing pains every single year. And sometimes when you have those growing pains, it's not you're never going to get a get over that hump, and then then you got to start over again the the following season. So, um. You've got to be able to navigate the portal correctly and, and all those things, but everything started going downhill when that happened. And then you had Hunter playing with another center on the court. So not only were you young, he was playing with another center. And then Hunter stayed a year longer than I thought he should, honestly. Honestly, I think he stayed a year longer than I thought he should because in his final year at Michigan, I mean, as you can kind of see now, People were blaming Hunter for their failures. When you look back, it seems like Hunter was keeping everything afloat. If you're looking at someone of that caliber as your five, and then on the perimeter you have three young players. You had Doug as a true freshman. Kobe was the youngest player on the team. And then you had Jet as a true freshman. That's your backcourt. Your backcourt is the most important, is the most important piece of your basketball team. Right, and if you're super young with no experience, it's really it's really hard. And then you're only bringing back a third of which to the next season. And that guy who was who was the the piece that returns ends up with like academic issues during Big Ten play and can't play in road games. Do you know how hard it is to win on the road, let alone without one of your if you're not best player. So it's um everything started then, and people say, well, he did go to a Sweet 16, yeah, but you have to look at it as 
they struggled big time, big time at the you know in you know uh, in the twenty one twenty two season. They struggled a lot to even sneak in, and then when you snuck in as an eleven seed, you were fortunate to get Colorado State as a six. I'm pretty sure Michigan was favored in, in that game as an eleven. They were favored, and then you get Rick Barnes two days later. I mean, it worked out very, very well at at the end, but you have to judge teams. You have to judge consistency based off of based off of a lot of the regular season into their into their conference tournament. And Michigan, they have not been good for the last three seasons. Yeah, Ant Wright. Uh, it's Ant Wright on Twitter. Followed a great basketball uh, X feed, as they say. Ant, always good to hear your voice, my man. We'll talk hoop soon. Yes, sir. Big. Bad. Huge.